N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain or shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 357 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY Underground. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And this week, we're with the Don, Pete Simonetti. Pete, what's up, bro? What up? There we go. I'll just, since I'm in SGR's box, I'll be SGR. Oh, my God, John. John. He's in SGR's box. John. (laughs) R.I.P. Susan's leg. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, Susan's leg. Yeah, yeah her she... leg is apparently gone. Come yeah. on. <laughs> no. Is it all the no, uh, she posted on Instagram. She broke her leg or ankle oh or something. God. She was in a cast. So speedy recovery. Yeah. Speedy recovery. Wish to the. What goal. did John do to her? Susan. Susan Waldman. <laughs> John. <laughs> the thing with uh, John and Susan is that we can make fun of them. But you Other can't. You can't make fun of them. If you're like a fucking Diamondbacks fan or like a Yankee fan who pretends to be a Diamondbacks fan, you can't make fun of them. Facts. So we're live here on NYYU. Uh, This week was a very eventful week so far in the Yankee universe with both the bold weasel and the clueless owners uh, speaking. Uh, We're going to get into that in just a little bit. But before we do that, uh, we want you to hit that like button, subscribe to NYYU, okay? And if you're listening right. on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and review. So I guess what we need to jump into here right away is this, is that um, there's a lot of consternation going on about what the Yankees That's need a big to word, do. Okay, okay. I use big words sometimes. Okay. okay, of what the Yankees need to do to get over the hump and become a championship team again right i think that's kind of like what everybody's focus is on we're going to get into what the two dum-dums talked about later on but I, right now the focus needs to be on what this team needs to do just on field type stuff or maybe not on field stuff because right. i've been thinking about this a lot lately and follow me here on this right taylor swift is dating the tight end right which is a little weird which, okay. which is a little weird which is a little weird for uh, the biggest pop star in the world to be dating a tight end. Shouldn't she be going after the quarterback, right? You would think, right? Mm. So Okay. Right? Okay. If Taylor Swift is taken, who is that other pop sensation, you know, pop culture phenomenal person that we could hook up with a Yankee? Because the last time the Yankees... Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, yeah. yeah. Last time the Yankees won the World Series, we had a celebrity banging our third baseman. Can we just pause for one second? Okay. You're not, you're, wherever you're taking this, and people might think it's going off the rails, it's not because you're <laughs> onto something. Because we saw this transcend into onto other teams, right? It wasn't just the Yankees, it's not just the Chiefs. Who Creed. else am I? <clears throat> Creed, okay. Dude. Okay, so okay. So who, who was even... banging Creed on? Okay, on the... no, 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 no. <laughs> so what? So what? Christian's saying is they need something to attach to. They need that chemistry, right? Like 
Chiefs have Taylor Swift. Like everyone uh, associates the Chiefs with Swift. We had Kate Hudson back in the day. Uh, Verlander had, who was he? Who was he? Kate Upton. Kate Upton, Upton. right? That was a whole big thing, right? The Yankees need, if you're not going to have a big clubhouse guy, like a Swisher or like someone like a maniac like that, you need a, you need a woman. Start banging Anthony. You know, I think Anthony Volpe is, is, is a candidate, right? Because Mm. who would it be? Oh, Judge is married to his high school sweetheart. Right. Garrett Cole's married to his high or uh, his sweetheart. They've been together forever, right? So she cheats, but yeah. Oh, I don't think so. I don't I don't think my my Cy Young is not a cuck anymore. You bro. don't think he's not Oh, yeah, you're right, bro. He's a Cy now. He's anymore, not a cuck. Okay. He went from we cuck don't di- to Alpha. We don't we don't disrespect Garrett That would Cole be a great shirt from anymore. cuck to Alpha and just fucking <laughs> Yeah, we're still a f- it's uh it's November 9th. We're about a week away. I think November what is the 15th, 15th is when they're going to announce the Cy Young Award. Uh it's it's a foregone conclusion in my yeah. mind. Somebody's going to have to fucking come get me if Garrett Cole doesn't win. Like no. you will have to who's, come who's, get me. Who's Sonny. the other two? Sonny uh, Gray, Sonny and, Gray and, and Kevin uh, uh it was a Gaussman. A Gaussman. Gaussman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won. Judge Cole won easy. Yeah. Cuz yeah, I'm telling you. They, bro, uh, they probably if any year you could get away with just putting one nominee it would have been this year. They had to throw the other two in. So who gets the celebrity? Like, who, who are we hooking up with a celeb on this? I team? think you're on to something with Volpe. I still think he's a little young. I do. Marry her. He doesn't have to See, marry here, her. Here it is for me. Ready? You ready? Yeah, okay. Stanton's not going anywhere, right? He I don't need... know. Cameron Mabin. Cameron Mabin. I don't know. You're there. right. You're right. Uh, but we can just suspect... On our end, on the Yankees' end, he's not going anywhere. But is he impactful enough? He's though? got the dig bick. But here's the thing, man: was A Rod <laughs> at the time in the playoffs? What was his big thing? Right, his big thing was he's washed. He doesn't come up in the big moment. Stanton's always had that stigma, that dark cloud around him, no matter how well he plays. Okay, okay, so like <sighs> Hudson we're gonna was. Sp- a, we're going to spend he, 25 minutes. Kate on Hudson was the. Should, <laughs> Should bang the most famous second Hudson most famous was like the reju- she was the rejuvenator, right? A Rod's career. She made him relevant. I mean, I and wish then, that Stanton could have A Rod's 09. I'd be very happy. Is Jennifer him. Lawrence bang? Is she up there? Can we? Is she still like up there? I mean, Madonna's around. Oh, oh come on! <laughs> That's what the Yankees would get. Madonna. Jay? Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Christian had a had a semi like Yankee universe viral type tweet today where it was like. What Yankee fans expect Cashman means with two lefties, adding two lefties, and what he'll actually go after. Same thing applies here with who they should go after. Like, it should be Jennifer Lawrence, but it'll probably end up being Madonna. Jim Duggan in the chat said Lizzo. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) She's bananas out of the tool. Selma Hayek's up there in age, but I mean, Respect to Selma Hayek for being 50 and still being a smoke show. Is she? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That respect, uh, but I don't know. Somebody maybe a little bit more current, a little bit more in the in the news here a little bit. I don't know if Anthony Volpe you think we can get Anthony Volpe? Is that the guy that we No, need to, I don't think so. Or is it Stan? You want Stan? I want you Stan. Got, you gotta hit you, got you gotta at least dick. hit above two thirty. I don't think we have anybody. <laughs> we don't have That's nobody true. that could do Glaber. that. 
Well, Glaber's married to his sweetheart, so yeah. that takes that's that's the it. problem. We have a bunch of fucking beta cucks on this fucking team. Maybe a bunch of problem. Two forty. Maybe that's the fucking problem we have here. Is Cody Bellinger married? Maybe he we signed him and then there's he, no way Bellinger's married. He's you know, Soto fuck. would be a good one. Soto would be a real good one. He would be, but I like oh, Soto more. and what like Dua Lipa. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's the other girl, Carol G, that's out there that's really popular, really on the, uh, would be a good one. Scarlett Johansson, somebody no. on pop just yeah, said. She, that, she's, no, with, she's, she's with taken. Chris's boy. She's with Chris's she's, boy. Who? No, oh, wait a minute. Didn't she, she dated Ryan Reynolds at one point. Yes, no? I think. She's okay. married to the Hot, guy. Hottest, okay. hottest fucking Jones. couple in Hollywood. A little Can bit we, There's so much okay. Yankee shit to get to. Let me, uh, we got a super chat too, real quick from Gates of Above. He says, You just need fast leg Stanton to upgrade to bunt them over, Stanton. And yeah, yeah get a there ring we next go. Year. We're the bunting team. Bunting team? All right. I'm going to learn to lay a bunt down, I think. Listen, let's just get a few things out of the <laughs> way. Garcia. He said, I need a hand job. That's, I, who, that's who they got to get. <laughs> I need a hand job. <laughs> My diet allows for two very big glasses of wine a night. And I, okay. and I chose tonight because I need to stay calm. What kind of wine? All right. Some I went with a little Chianti. Okay. Chianti. A little okay. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Okay. I'm drinking a little, a little here. I'm drinking a little Logan Paul uh, poison juice right now. Okay. okay. I wanna... I'm drinking water. Okay. And I just want to stay calm. And I just am going to try. And I feel like, Christian, I feel like we're going to fight so much this episode. Okay. I'm laying down bunts the whole episode. I do. I just feel like you have this all week. You've had this just like. It's not, it's not like obvious. It's not like you're trying to do it, but it's just you want to so bad justify the actions and words of this team. Oh, and I just Christian, think we're, really? I think we're gonna. No, it's not him. It's not that he's like trying to. It's okay. his. It's you know how we all have that pathetic part in our heart, or at least we did up until this past year, where we just like cling on to it, and it's like maybe, man. Maybe. The love for the yeah 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 the hope the yeah, hope Christians the is still Yankees, a yeah. little more alive than 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 most because he's hey he's a you know there's like hopeless romantics out there he's okay. a hopeless well, Yankee hopeless, he's a hopeless, hopeless fucking okay. diehard he doesn't leave this team's side and I think that's commendable but <laughs> after this week I just it feels like we need to just bring you a little bit back because you're trying. You're just trying to find it, and it's not there. Uh, why? Because okay. I liked Cash. I, I, I told you this. I prefaced this by saying Cashman still needs to be fired. But I liked him cursing. I like when people are a little feisty. I liked it. But it's a, it's the wrong feisty. It's the wrong feisty. It's not. Listen, man, we fucking sucked last year. I need to fucking go out there this year and build a championship winning team and we need to fucking get back to Yankee baseball. Uh, it's not uh -huh. that feisty. It's you guys better stop fucking asking me these tough questions and questioning how I fucking run this team because you know we're what? fucking and, great. And, and, and I hate to do this, but in defense of him, they all bowed at his fucking knee for years and now all of a sudden they're getting fucking tough with him. Well, hey, hey. I don't play, first of all, I don't blame him because you don't... You, you have people like us that have been fucking 100%. calling him, calling him out for years. You guys all ignored it, turned a blind eye to it. 
to, to so you can get invited to his his charity right. events and all this other bullshit so you can be friends with the fucking weasel and now all of a sudden you you want to get tough with him yep. i would say the same thing i'd be like who do you who are you bro i haven't done anything different in two or three years now all of a sudden you're gonna come at me why don't you yeah. come at me at the beginning yeah look you can you can uh on, I gotta get you can you cannot defend Cashman and also say the go reporter. Take a shit, okay, okay, maybe okay. Maybe number two, okay, okay, Cashman. right in front of the camera. All right, <laughs> he's taking a leak on the wall. Is he? That's great. <laughs> he just pulled it. He just pulled for, it away for the people just wa- listening and not watching. <laughs> just gonna... looking like what the fuck is going on here. <clears throat> kind of tiny. Can't really... <laughs> I, I I think the thing uh, the thing with and an unpop in the chat. I think he's right on. It just came across as very arrogant on his well, end. He just came across as like, I'm the emperor. Shut up. Well, dude. Everybody be quiet. I'm the king. Listen, there's one thing you got to ask of the Yankees. You, again, here, there's like different tiers of, of how they can respond, right? The lowest of the lowest, the bare minimum of what they can do to respond is don't talk to us like we're the assholes and you guys are the kings. Bingo. Right, that's Bingo. the bare minimum I, I ask. I agree, and they I agree with that. Even 100%. Do that. And Christian, what I was saying before you walked away to take a piss on your wall was, <laughs> everyone who listens thinks that's what you did. By the way, uh, what I was saying was you don't have to def- you don't have to justify what Cashman said or necessarily defend him, and also in the same breath say the reporters are you're one hundred percent right about that. Like for years, it was cash guys. Cashman's off known the table. Known these not attack him. for years, right? He, exactly. He's known this, and now, and now all of a sudden they're gonna get tough. One hundred percent. Why didn't you get tough two years ago? This was the problem two years ago. Because why didn't nobody press him? As nobody's ever pressed him, and now all of a sudden, while they and I and look, dude, he's surrounded. Like there's, a, they were circling him like fucking uh, lion circle, like a dead carcass. So he was being defensive, a hundred percent. Why didn't you get tough when you weren't, when you, when you didn't have the opportunity to be the bully in the situation? Right. Because yeah, they, and he doesn't, and he also, he also never expects it. He never expects the media to come after him because if you remember a couple of years back, remember when Sweeney Murdy did it to him? It kind of like threw that him off guard, right? It, it throws him, him off guard. And, and now he look immediately what gets defensive. Now yeah, Sweeney right. Murdy, Sweeney no one talks gone. about it. Who the hell knows who he is anymore? Oh yeah, I'm he's, stepping he's, down, uh, guys. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's stepping down. He's sleeping with the fishes somewhere right now. Nobody even heard of him in ages. Yeah, but he was, that was he, uh, for us, wasn't he was on it? Our show, so. It was Sherman, right? Joel Sherman was the one who yeah. was asking questions about who came up and what do you, what you know prospects are you talking about that has been developed. But he even talked to him like he was a piece of shit. She that's is a when, piece well, that, well, that's when he got really But pissed. that's the thing, Christian. You're right. He is a fucking piece of shit. But, like, but but at some point, right, the, the reporters, and let me try and just work through this for a second. The reporters can try and gaslight us for as many years in a row, but the second they start to ask the right questions, it is not Cashman's job to stop them from delivering the, the from asking the questions the fans deserve an answer to. So even if you're right that the that the reporters have been a bunch of fucking cucks and kept their mouth shut, it does not give Cashman the right to not give the fans the answers, especially after this past year. And I believe that if they... <clears throat> it's a two-way street, right? If they would have handled that differently, 
They attacked him, and he got but, defensive. But again, we can stop. Just stop for one second. Can you, you at wanted, least agree with me? If you wanted me, the answers that, if you wanted the answers that this family, no, 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 no. Wanted, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's just st- let me just stop you for one second to see if we agree here. All right. I understand what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you that it could have been handled better. But do you agree with me? It's not Cashman's place especially where he sits right now to make that judgment call. See, it's not the report. The reporters are better off getting the answers they did, right? The reporters got a bunch of clickbait out of this. What I'm saying is does nothing for us as fans. It does nothing as us. And that is on Cashman. It's not on the reporters because I don't look, I don't have a relationship with the reporters. I've always thought they were assholes and I'll never trust them. But if Cashman's not going anywhere and I'm supposed to be a pathetic, hopeless, fan of this team then i have to put some trust in cashman to at least give me the answers regardless of if he feels defensive or not and that's on him all right can we agree on this at least he was fucking awake because there's a lot of times where we have no clue whether or not he is yes yes and i don't i don't know about how you guys feel about this I think it's a little overblown about the way people are like, he cursed, he said. Dirt. Yeah, come on. We, we live in such a soft fucking. I mean, I saw I saw an article written today. I forgot who it was, but they basically went ahead and criticized him for cursing, saying <laughs> it was something about uh, being unprofessional, but then they related to something else. I forgot come what on. it was, but I'm like, come on. Went on a whole fucking break, dude. Shit. Hey, he went cares? on a whole rant on his show yesterday about ba- you boiled down the nuts and bolts of it about how he lost respect for Brian Cashman for the language that he used. You know, but oh, come but on, people want to say all the time it's twenty twenty something. You know, feels like who gives a fuck? He said, "Are you don't think he curses ever?" Hey guys, I hey mean, guys. my God, he cursed. Who cares? Hey guys, guys, our conversation where this is headed right now is the proof in the pudding at how fucking embarrassing this team is. Because right. let me ask you a question. Rest in peace. Who was the greatest college basketball coach of all time? Unbiased. Excuse me? <laughs> Who's the greatest of all time? Knight. Okay. Did yeah, look he... at his mouth. Hold on. Yeah, really, was he professional? Exactly. And now I know people said like he was a fucking maniac, but it didn't matter if he was winning. The Yankees well, came off a World Series this year, and Brian Cashman was dropping Brian F-bombs. Cashman could literally come out whip his cock out in front of the reporters <laughs> and tell them to suck his fucking dick. And it wouldn't, no one, not one Yankee fan, they'd be like, you know what, dude? The guy won a World Series. It's the least you can do. I think it also matters on the profession too, right? Like, let, let's, like, it, it's, it's, he's, like you said, Bobby Knight is playing a professional sport. These guys, you know, they're coaching a professional sport. If you come out there and, and you're a little aggravated, you feel like we haven't won. You know all the pushback about you. You mean to tell me it's really that upsetting that he said bullshit a couple of times? I mean, the, the guy is a probably a little pissed. He knows. You don't think he knows in his head that nothing is fucking really working? But I like, mean, he's not that delusional. He knows it hasn't worked. But, Pete, here I, I got to say two things. The first thing is, um, the first thing is, I don't, I'm not saying that you're, you're wrong in any way. Of course he knows. He's not dumb, right? I think he's just very good at, at persuading. My thing is, I don't even think 
He's a good bullshitter. I don't even think that he's aggravated that things aren't working. I'm sure he is, but that's not where I see the explosion. I see the explosion out of what Christian was saying of like, hey, I, you guys are attacking me now? You, what? We're fucking great. What do you mean? We're the New York Yankees. You guys because are there's dumb. A, there's a, he has a blind arrogance. Right. It's always been that way. He's always been known for his ego. And the I second, mean, I talked to, I, I had that, I had a, a long conversation with Kevin Kern and he covered him for thir- with his entire career for the New York Post. And Kevin Kern said flat out, it's always, every, it's always been known. Yeah. He has a horrible ego and it, and it gets in the way of everything he does. Sure. Well, we, and, some, and sometimes it's great, right? We I'm know sure that based on how he handled Aaron Judge. This sure. is your franchise superstar. 100%. And, and plenty and of st- other and players. He's still, and he's still doing it. He's still, you could tell, Judge still balls. Yes. Because when he mentioned during that conversation about players stating things, taking things out of context, and you know all this, he was directly talking about Aaron Judge for talking about the numbers. Right. That's exactly who he was talking about. And and here's my And here's my second point is, I'm just a big believer in, like, if there's so many other things and more important things to rip someone about or to or to question someone about, I'm not going to worry about stupid bull. Like, if Michael, I, I heard a lot of what Michael K said. I cannot even believe that he spent a second of his energy and airtime talking about him cursing. There is so there are so many other things to spend that time on. Why care? Because this is where we're going to go right now. Because that this is what everybody's taught. Oh, unprofessional, and he embarrassed the organization. You want to know how Brian Cashman embarrassed the organization? He didn't embarrass the organization by cursing or getting or getting fresh with the reporters. He embarrassed the organization by lying. And I have two very specific examples from that press conference where he got caught lying. He Mm -hmm. said that the Yankees had the smallest analytics department in the American League East. Unless he fired everybody in the the, the analytics department after August 30th or whatever it was, somebody had a... uh, I'm looking at it right now, Christian. Right? They had the second highest analytics department in baseball. They got the second highest right behind Tampa Bay, followed by the Dodgers in and the baseball. Phillies. So, yes, they have the highest in baseball. So, again, he's sitting there saying they got the smallest in baseball. That would be Oakland. And that is, like Christian said, is August 27th of 2023. That is now. That is this year. So what again, is this? He reverse Moneyball? Oakland's the... The Oakland's lowest. The now? lowest. They got eight right now. Imagine this is uh, Billy Bean's long term engineers. This is like his long term plan: get everyone to believe in what he did, even though he never believed in it, and then just slowly fucking rip it apart. Where the hell are the Rangers? I'm just interested. In Rangers are are the bottom of the pack. Basically, they got twenty. The lowest is eight. The highest is forty four. The Yankees got forty three. Yeah. So that's number one. Okay, Num- man. And then number two. When he's talking about the Frankie Montas trade, he said that they saw the medicals and there was nothing wrong with him. That's a fucking bold-faced lie. When it was live, Christian, I said that. I said he was on the IL. He just got off the IL with a shoulder injury. Anybody that there was nothing wrong with this guy. He, you traded for him. He just had he, he was on a pitch count when he made his debut with the yeah. because he was coming back from an injury. Yep. Yep. He just broke. 
<laughs> Come on, dude. Oh, yeah, he just kept saying he broke. He broke. He broke. Yeah. Oh, my God. He broke. <laughs> he broke, right? Uh, this fucking drives me fucking insane right now because he broke. Because then, not even 10 seconds later, he goes on to say whether he signs a contract with us or somebody else. But Brian, if he's so fucking broken, why are you even entertaining the idea of bringing him back? And you had your fucking YPM cuck spin going back on since August that you were thinking about bringing this guy back. But he's broken. He's broken. Yeah. And and sadly, dude, that wasn't even the most egregious thing, in my opinion, that came out of his mouth. The most egregious thing that came out of his mouth was when he was being questioned about the younger players. Oh, it was bad. And he's saying... I guess it was Joel Sherman. Can we confirm? It was Sherman, yeah. It was Sherman. When he was saying to Sherman, where did you want Peraza to play? Who'd you want him to take at-bats from, even if he was hitting? And he had you, the, this he name, had the this name, and then he goes, then he goes, balls. Donaldson? He said fucking Donaldson? He had the balls to say. He had the balls, the unmitigated this is what I got to give him credit for, dude. Honestly, I got to give him credit balls. for having balls. He's that's the got only thing. Fucking balls. On that's the him, only yo. thing you could give him credit for is having the fucking balls to go out there and to fucking say, who did you want him to take at bats from? Josh fucking Donaldson. Honestly, it amazes, me. it amazes me that no, that there's nobody that pushes back and goes, like, I, again, when it was live, I'm sitting there going, when Josh Donaldson was playing like Dick, Oswald Peraz was on the hottest stretch of any player in the minor leagues, if you guys remember that. Thank and you. then what happened was Donaldson got hurt, and they put LeMayu at third base, and everybody's saying, call up Peraza. Why is he not playing? He was right. like batting 380 for that, I, for that like 14-game stretch. And I just and wanted- they never did it. I just want to bring something up because Christian brought it up in a, in a text to me and SGR. He was very well prepared for this media conference, and I knew it immediately when I heard this. So Joel Sherman's questioning him, right? He's questioning him about the. If you go back to the original question, he's not questioning him necessarily about this group of young talent. He says he. he Gives a blanket statement. I don't know if you have the clip, but he talks about the the um, production of any of the players. The the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the development of all the players. Yeah. And what does Cashman do? It's very prepared and it's very intentional. He focuses it on just this season, and he starts to say the things like Donaldson. You're still sitting there going, "What an asshole!" Yeah. And then he makes a very smart move on his end. Who does he bring up? Volpe. Anthony Volpe. And he says, well, what? What, do you want to take at-bats from Volpe? You don't like Volpe? If Volpe hit, if Volpe this, if Volpe that. And it made, and even Christian said to me, and I, and I agree, Volpe took a lot of heat, and he shouldn't have. But it was only one person's fault, and it was Brian Cashman. Joel Sherman was not trying to say that that Volpe should have gotten at bats taken away. And he wasn't even necessarily talking about Peraza, Pereira, those guys. He was talking in general. Where is yeah. the development of Frazier? Yep. Of Justice yep. Sheffield? Of and Chance Adams? There was even a time when Sherman said, I'm talking offensively 
because he knew, well, I know you're going to go to Volpe and say that he won right. a gold glove award. So that made him valuable to the team. Exactly. He said, I'm talking offensively because you, he's like, Cashman, you said that run production. You guys are saying that's the issue. So where are the young guys coming up besides Judge? And I actually, we did this. If you go back to 09, who are the players that they've actually re-signed that came through their system? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. And, and who? And Cano. Severino. And Cano, no, Cano, Cano was before then. You yeah, said Cano was before 09. that when they signed him. Yeah, he was a free agent, then he left. Yeah, we've there's done nobody. this, we've done this multiple times. That's why and, I'm and saying. there's no way of defending it. You can't right, defend it if you're That's kidding. why I'm saying Joel Sherman didn't just necessarily say this year. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I missed that part. But regardless, and I give the I give the reporters credit because they didn't just let him off the hook necessarily. But how was your rebuttal not, Brian? I'm not just talking about this year, man. What happened to Clint Frazier? You DFA'd him. What happened to Miguel Andujar? You DFA'd him. These were guys that you that you refused to trade for Garrett Cole back in the day. What's going on here, man? It's not just this year, Brian. If it were just this year, then then we'd be irrational because you just made it to the ALCS last year. You have to take this in context with the, the last five, six years. You can't just do that. And the, and the reporters, again, as much as they did a better job, they still let them off the hook. I, I feel like, too, with um, they must be, they, they must know for a fact that they really can't follow up in a strong way or they're not allowed. Yeah. Because it's impossible that every single one of them could sit there, watch all these games all year, and be so damn brain dead. Because as I'm watching it live, I'm just simply going, you don't gotta be, you don't gotta be disrespectful. But there's so many things that both of them say that it's such an easy follow-up. Yeah. Yep. It's all the time you can easily just follow up. And none of them do it. None okay. of them do it. I fuck Brian Cashman, okay? But I didn't uh, for the answers that we wanted as fans, they went about it the wrong way. They circled him and attacked him. And what did you think was going to happen when you did that to Brian Cashman? If they would have been persistent over the course of the years with him, then it would have been a different story. That's Question. why this, this turned out to be such a farce that it was is because you have a guy that knows he's doing a bad job and doesn't want to be challenged on having a bad job. And now all of a sudden you're challenging him and also making him go on the offensive because of the way you handled the situation. But they know that, Christian. They know it. That's what they didn't want to get us the answers. They didn't want to get us the answers. They want clickbait. They want what he did. That's absolutely you know useless to me. Right, of course. But hold on a second. Of course, but that's the day, that's the day and age we're in now. Right? Real truth doesn't matter anymore. Real answers don't matter anymore. It's the flipping out. It's us, regardless of how many people download or view this episode. It doesn't matter. They want us talking about this. In my opinion, from my perspective, you have to know what, how the media handles things nowadays. I am still holding him accountable for being the person who's supposed to deliver these answers because the reporters did ask the questions. How they did think... it maybe was manipulative for them to get what they wanted, but it's still up to Cashman to give us those fucking answers. And he didn't. He took the bait because they know what kind of a baby back bitch he is, and he fucking flipped on him. I'll say this, though. I don't think the questions were that bad. I don't think they really went at him hard. 
It was like no, one no, no. From You're Joe right. Sherman. They could, that they was only like been, okay. They should have been. They could have been a lot more tougher on him, to be honest. Like but, even but, the idea but Pete, when, we didn't even get those questions. And on top of that, though, we didn't even talk about it. how Steinbrenner's was worse than him. He's the fucking boss. We know and what a slimy little weasel. Were. We know what a slimy little weasel John Heyman is. And then all of a sudden now, because he's got other guys backing him up, now he's going to get tough with Brian Cashman. That's the type of shit that I don't care for that. Like, if you want to if you want to be a tough guy, be a tough guy all the time. Not when it benefits you when you have other people having your back on this shit. Yeah, but I agree with you. But why are you so caught up on that? We're, we don't care. If, we don't because, we don't have a vested want, interest in the reporters. I have a vested interest in what Brian Cashman has to but say. That, they didn't tell him what to say. He yeah, said it. He made the decision to answer like an asshole. So why are you not blaming him? I did. Did I ever take anything off him? You're focused on the reporters. We all know the reporters are slimy assholes. Yeah, Our GM's okay. not supposed to be. Well, I mean, he, I, I would have, I would have been, I would have been ten times harder on him. I thought that. I, I'll be honest. I'm dead serious. I thought no, they were and, very easy. And the I difference think he, between he you, got angry. And the difference between you and them is that you would have been consistent from day one about how. I you agree, a hundred percent. The difference between you and consistent. them is that you wouldn't been, you wouldn't have been allowed there because they know that. No, but but you, no, Christian, you do got a point. They haven't been consistent, and that's fair. But at the end of the day, that's Cashman's reactions to softer questions. Don't and come I believe at me it, it's, by stealing Chris's catchphrase, all right? No, it's oh, true. What is it like, again? What is it? What is the catchphrase? At the phrase? end I, of the day. At the end of the okay? day, I, I that's can't copyrighted. Help that's it's copyrighted. copyrighted. I got to make that shirt at the end of the day. But okay, I don't okay, know, okay, man. Okay. I mean, my, my whole thing, my whole thing with Cashman, I know Christian, uh, Chris, you don't believe that it's him knowing he's fucked up and this and that. I think the problem with him is. There's so like like he said the fans are mad, but I'm not here to make you know I'm here to 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 know what we're doing and it's just such a friggin' arrogance about him. The fact of the matter is that this guy could go there and go, I actually think we're pretty fucking good, you know. Talking about the personnel, not the team. Talking about the personnel, and then again the process, the process. Did he mention yeah, again about yeah, yeah, yeah. wins and losses? It wasn't what we wanted, but there's a process in place. No reporter has ever simply said, Brian, let me ask you a question. What is the end game of the process? Right. That's a easy. Right. What is and if he says it's to win a title, then say, well, then how can you sit here and tell and me continue the process? to say the process is working? But Pete, if you go back, everything he says is very intentional. You brought up a great point. He did mention at one point he says something to the effect of, you know, I know the fans are mad. But that, but my job isn't to focus on that or something. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So again, intentional. That's an intentional, very well prepared statement to say once again. I know you're angry because you guys have no fucking clue what's going on. Yep. I know the process. I'm in charge for a reason. You're the fans for a reason. I don't yep. focus on you because you guys are idiots. You don't know what the fuck happens behind closed doors, which some of that is true. It is. I agree. But when you've gone this long without even winning a fucking pennant and now not even making the postseason, you do not get to sit there and say that to me because fuck you. That's why. But let me ask you a question for 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 a slap in the face to the fans. Who was worse, Cashman or Steinbrenner? I'll say because of his tone and arrogance, I'm going to say Cashman. But, and, and I'll also be honest, I broke down and I got more, 
I dove deeper into the Cashman stuff than I did Hal. So maybe when we get to that, I'll change my mind. But for me right now, I'll say Cashman. Cashman's arrogance is uh, his his greatest suit, I guess, uh, if you want to even say that, because the things that it was he's the things that he says, bro, is is mind blowing because he actually had the again the balls to say, "You think I'm stupid for trading for Joey Gallo?" Right. Where, <laughs> oh God. Where'd he go after that? Right. Two, two playoff teams. Yeah. Can I ask honestly, what the fuck does that matter to the Yankees? It matters. So what, 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 but what was he expecting? This see, this is again the things that piss me off about him. I would go Brian. So for it to be a failure, should they have blown their head off in their bathroom after right. they left? Right. Should they have decided I'm going to hang my gloves or I'm never going to play ball again? Did you not expect him to go to another team? Here's what I would have said to him. Hey Brian, oh, you you traded him, so he. <laughs> hey, here's what I would have said. Hey Brian, what was Will Smith's uh, pitching line, pitching stats over the last couple of years? You know what he would have responded with? I don't know. Never really heard much about him. Oh, well, he was on two, three fucking different championship teams over the last three years. Yeah. Does that make him a great fucking player? I mean, he picks up a lot of dumpster divers, doesn't he? So, I mean, are those guys, are they not valuable? Again, again, what he's saying is these players are shit. They They couldn't play up to the potential of New York because they're soft, which I don't disagree with. You could have said that in a much different way. And the proof in the pudding is, guys, since you're so dumb, you don't know. They went to playoff contending teams, so obviously they're valuable. And I just say this. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, here's the the bullshit of that also, what he also said, which is complete bullshit, and everybody knows this. The pro scouting department approved all of these guys here. There's no fucking way on God's green earth that there was nobody on the pro scouting side that said Joey Gallo's a fucking nutcase. There's, oh. there's, it's, it's impossible. That is a pure analytics move. He knows it. Everybody knows. They didn't get no, they didn't get no input from anybody that would sit there and go, I know we need a lefty bat, but not Hold this on. dude. Hold not on, this Pete, guy. Pete, what if they did? What if, what if the reality is they did because I then did? we're fucked. For years because, to come. Because I did hear that they did talk to a lot of his teammates. And wasn't there a teammate on the Yankees at the time that that backed Joey Gallo? I don't know. But I did hear that the Yankees were concerned that he might not um, make it in New York. No, so that, was that, brought to, tell- that was brought to Cashman's attention and he ignored right. it. So, so my thing is, now we're even more fucked. Now it's not even that. Now it's not even that someone didn't bring it up. It's the emperor. It's that the analytics override all of that. And it's something 100%. my uncle, my uncle's been in MLB. He's been a scout for years and years. And he told me, he said the biggest problem that the Yankees have a lot of scouts on the ground, like old school guys, right? Oh, by the, the way, Odor. Odor was the one that bagged Gallo. Another guy that was on his list. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he said there's a lot of old school scouts still on the ground for the Yankees. And their biggest problem is that Cashman has went from taking a lot of their stuff and incorporating it to them pretty much not having a voice at all anymore. And they can't stand it. Yeah, that's right. And it's all analytic driven. And that's a problem. Yep. Got a super chat from Ra Thompson. Ra. He says, Cashman would never admit that they screwed up both Sonny Gray and Monty. 
They both admitted that the Yankees made them pitch differently. By the way, Pete, Eric Boland confirmed that Yankees insiders didn't like the Gallo trade. It's 100% everybody. I, I knew that. I, I, I said that multiple times. Um, but again, it's back like on the, Chris on the said, Mon- it, it doesn't push, matter anymore. I want to push back on this Montgomery thing. Was he, has he really been that much better? Because Monty was pretty fucking good when he was here. He's better. I, I think he's better now than he was with the Yankees. And yeah, we the, can, I can actually, while you're talking about it, I'll actually look into it. There's I, actually one thing that stands out, Christian, that, that drives this point home for me. And it's that one of the things Monty said was the Yankees made him stay away from the curveball. And like, and stop even throwing if, his fastball. Yeah, even if statistically he's not significantly better, it's that point alone where it was clearly something that he felt strongly enough to say that something's not adding up. Okay. I mean, the numbers are, the numbers are definitely um, way, way more improved. I mean, if you look at his last full year with the Yankees, a 3.83 ERA, um, let's see, Ks to 9, 9.3, which is higher than it's ever been. So that's pretty good. Walks kind of career norm. So whatever it is, it's not that his strikeouts and stuff went up. That that's actually went down. Uh, walks are basically the same. Uh, there's nothing that you really see. He just he just gotten better. I mean, based off the numbers alone, if you look at when he went to St. Louis, 3.11 ERA, then total for last year, 3.20 ERA. He was even better when he went back to the American League. I mean, 2.79 here, ERA here, with Texas. Here's the problem with what the Yankees do. It it makes it so difficult to have like a nuanced perspective because you just don't trust anything they say. Like, to me, you're reading off those numbers. You said his his Ks went down, correct? His Ks went down. You know what okay. it is. If I could think of anything, it's he's pitching to more contact there you with go. his better I mean, stuff, that's exactly his fastball. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's not really a strikeout pitcher, right? So maybe. Correct. So now if you want to have a nuanced conversation and we can be in support of the Yankees, we can say things like, you know, maybe they didn't want him to throw the curveball as much because they didn't want him to throw as as much contact. Maybe that was a pitch that didn't set him up properly because he pitches in a much smaller ballpark on that uh, in the in right field, so on Personally, and so forth. I just think using Montgomery as a reason why the Yankees are so fucked up is not. But I, that's no, probably I one. Did, I would I would I would have did the trade you're, again. But you're one hundred percent right, Christian. The problem is that we're at a point now where anything we can turn to, to to fucking devour him, to to rip Cashman's head off, we're going to do it. Done the trade, too. So, I mean, like, what are we really arguing about here? People are just bringing up Montgomery because he just won the World Series. Of course, they, dude. But why shouldn't you? But, like, I mean, why should, but like my point is, why shouldn't you? Right now. My, my point is, you're, I don't disagree with you, but why shouldn't you anymore? They should take all the heat, even if it's irrational at this point. You should, but here, here's oh, the thing, Oh, if IKF too. goes and wins the World Series next year, we're going to get mad at the Yankees for, for no, 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 no. signing That's IKF? That's way different, dude. Jordan Montgomery was the fucking ace of the staff. What Jordan about, Montgomery what about put Nate? the team on his fucking back. Nate Evaldi put the team on his back. Okay, but is that a Cashman fault? Is no, that a that, Cashman problem no, no, with Nate? And that's should they have resign th- Nate? Absolutely not, because in my... Dude, he had Tommy John surgery. That's I why agree. the Yankees didn't resign him. And let's be honest, it's not like he it's not like he took off with Tampa. Tampa gave didn't him a two year deal after that. He didn't really didn't take Nate off have with it Tampa. twice. Didn't I believe Nate have so, it twice? Yeah, I think he has, yes. But that, we're again. gonna get mad at Brian Cashman for 
all the signings he makes of injury-prone guys, how are we going to get mad at him for not re-signing a but guy bro. that was literally out with Tommy John but surgery? But it's no, but my... it's not. But it's we have to be no. It is about but. These it is but now. because here's why it's but. We're going to be mad about Nate Evaldi because he didn't re-sign a guy with no. Tommy John surgery. No, that's what I'm saying. No, that that one I don't think you can no, really he, do that. No, but here's the thing. It's not about the semantics of every little thing. It's about why am I watching guys that amounted to nothing in pinstripes? And Jordan Montgomery was great. He, we said it all the time. Did best, he amount to nothing here? Best back end fucking rotation. Did you ever expect Jordan Montgomery to be a guy who could lead a team through a World Series, Christian? No, because something is fucking wrong here. It's, it's fundamentally correct. wrong. And here's the problem, right? Is that the Yankees didn't even believe the guy could make a postseason right. roster? Oh, that is that's the, a fucking that, problem. That that's the, bad. Yes, that look, is what we can talk about. That's here, what I am talking about. How they decided he couldn't pitch in the postseason. That, no, well, that's what he's. That, I, that's what you're let's saying, not, right? Yes. Let's not pick and choose all these little details. Let's look at the big scope of things, right? Let's look at why these guys are making such an impact somewhere else, and. It doesn't matter what their name is, what their stats are. Let's just figure out what's going on internally. Did the Yankees have re-signed the role as Chapman because he won a World Series this year? No, 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 no. But, but here you go. You're defending the Yankees again. Uh, you, you're, That's you my problem. My problem is that you keep going back to defending the New York Yankees, and I some just of don't these get guys, it at this some point. Some of these guys were the right move to not re-sign but guess what, back. dude? But guess what? The Rangers made it work, didn't they? Well, not really. I mean, if you really watch that postseason run with them, they had hold on, uh, say it, say it, say it. On hold on, say really it. Sh- hold on, say it. What did they do? They had him on a really short leash. What, what did the Yankees? Did the Yankees when he should have been on a fucking short leash, Christian? I mentioned bit. that actually. Then guess during, what? During the games, then I guess what? That. He probably would have had a fucking ring with the Yankees. That's but the guess one what? thing. Bochi, Bochi had him at. Like once he saw he was wild, he was like, nope. Thank you. Three batters, you're out of this game. Oh, and he did oh, it the difference. No, he's getting paid millions and millions, guys. He's got to be our closer. He's got to well, be our setup guy. Well, wasn't that what he was brought here to do? Is to be? Well, here you go. Here you go. Talking Yankee talk again. No, you're don't talking, talking Yankee talk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You're ta- And sorry, sorry to fucking throw him under the bus because he's not even here to defend himself. But I feel like SGR would say the same thing because I've heard it from him before. It's like, isn't that what he's being paid for? I don't care. If you're being paid to do something you suck at, then you shouldn't do it and you shouldn't so be Then we here. can that go back mean... to the overriding point here. If the team was built to get games closed by a role as Chapman and he can't close games, then you're not going to win. Can I say this too? I think it's fair to judge Cashman on every move after 2017. Because said... every one of their mother thought they were going to win a World Hold Series on, in Pete. the next two years. Pete, I don't know if you've heard me say this on the show. I've been saying it for years now. I said Cashman has done a very great job in a lot of different ways, but because after the boss got sick, they had a lot of older, long-term contracts on the books that finally came to fruition towards the 2016 season when they started to sell. And I said explicitly multiple times, Brian Cashman's legacy would start after the 2016 season. It is his turn. It is his job now because it's clearly his team to build his legacy. And it has been utter dog shit. It's been terrible. We all agree on this. 
he missed on the next core of this team. 100%. 100%. All the time. Yeah, that, that's as clear as day. Only guy that he hit on, he fucking hates. Go figure. Figure that one out on your own. Who, Judge? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, because he's just fucking lost, dude. Well, because but, you know what it but is. Hold on, didn't he hate? Didn't him and Jeter hate each other too? And what? And they, you know what they both did? They 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 proved him wrong. They hurt. Oh, there his you ego. go. That's there, Brian Cash. There you he go. He told Jeter right there, "I'll go get Tulowitzki." Just like go get him. Because yep. guess what? You're gonna get fucked if you get him. They're gonna laugh at you. Yep. And was it uh, was it Cashman or was it uh, the owner? Hal Steinbrenner, who got Judge back. Hal, didn't, didn't, didn't Jeter have like his best year? Like I believe that, that was, was in like what twenty twelve. His last great year, really great. He, really great. Sh- he, he had three really, like thirty two that year. I, I think say. he was Something runner crazy. up for MVP. I want to say. Oh, I'm going to say that Derek Jeter signed his last contract going into the twenty eleven season, and it was twenty twelve or twenty thirteen when he had that explosion. Twenty twelve was the great year. He yeah, had, um, he had two hundred and sixteen hits. He had three sixteen. Tell me and where are you that, on? He was injured in 2013 and 2014. If you you're know, on baseball it. reference, can I'm you can you tell me where he uh, ended in the voting for MVP? He was seventh. Oh, he was that low. Yeah, huh? he never came high besides 98. But I think did he, he win third. a did he win a uh, t- batting title? Silver Slugger. He did. Okay, Silver Slugger. Maybe that's he won a Silver Slugger that year, seventh in MVP, and of course the All Star game. But yeah, that's the year that he was amazing. He was really, really good. He Pete, was thirty-eight what, years old. What season was? Would was he the closest to winning an MVP? With ninety-eight, ninety-eight. Okay, but that was you know early, early on in his career for him to have a resurgence like that. Because he went from hitting two, he had two seventy in two in twenty ten, and then he hit two ninety-seven, and then uh, what was it three three twelve three sixteen. And then in 98, uh, he finished behind Juan Gonzalez and Nomar Garcia Parra that year. But he I cares still believe Jeter should have won that year, to be honest. Then in again, 98, you're saying? Juan Gonzalez only had 157 fucking RBIs. <laughs> How many? He only had an 864 OPS, Pete. What do you know? You don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what it was WZXTR plus was. <laughs> oh. I guess uh, the uh, end point here on Brian Cashman is that we're all in agreement that he should be fired, right? Are yeah, one hundred percent. Years ago. My last point about what he had, the things that he had to say on uh, Tuesday, was that how, as fans, are we supposed to feel any better? about how he's going to run this organization going forward because I don't because he didn't give us anything Enough. that even remotely gives you hope. I give him 1%, 1% because he recognizes that this team needs two left-handed outfielders. Congratulations. <laughs> the bar is set so low that I'm going to give you credit for recognizing what this team's uh, deficiencies are and what they really need. Now, we'll, what will he do to fill that? It's a different story, okay? Because now we're hearing how much Kevin Kiermaier likes it here, and Alex Verdugo is, is apparently an apple of his eye when we all know the guys that, you know, would really make a difference on this team. But we have all offseason to discuss that. So let's transition into Hal Steinbrenner here. Transition? Who, who, uh, okay. Mr. fucking Magoo the other day, basically. One of the I most disgraceful things I've ever watched, by the way. 
Can so can you one of you guys like kind of break down? Uh, it was I'd be, bad. I, I I went live for both of them the whole thing, and I'll be honest, man. I've never seen somebody that is supposed to be an owner have so little understanding of how the team works to the fact he openly admitted he ne didn't attend none of the meetings. He wasn't a part of it. I saw that. He read the transcripts afterwards and all the notes. Hasn't been filled in yet. Hasn't been filled in. Said yeah. sometime next week or so. Over the next weeks, I'll be filled in on everything. This is the boss of the club. He even mentioned at one point when it came to the Zealous thing or Zealous, whatever the hell the names are, Talk to Brian Cashman about that. He'll know more than me. You're the owner. You're supposed to be auditing. Club. He's the guy you're supposed to be auditing. Michael Fishman's the one who got the company. He's close with them. That's why it's a, the thing was all bullshit. Yeah, it was I all mean, bullshit. I mean, for me, it's like that shit wouldn't be as egregious. I mean, if, it's like it's like your wife is fucking somebody else and she's on the phone with you and be like, no, 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 I'm cheating on you. But meanwhile, that's exactly what's happening. She's you hear it. Blown you out. hear it. In the, Dude, yeah, you hear because it's fucking Yankees are like, yeah, we're going to audit. Well, yeah, we're right. going to bring in Michael Fishman's buddy over here. What the fuck do you think he's going to say? That's actually what it was. It was my, it's Michael Fishman, one of his one of his stands to lose the most of the Yankees has to overhaul their analytics team. If a, it's if a, gaslighting if a, at its finest. If bro. a company comes in there and says you got to get rid of these guys, who stands to lose the most? Michael Fishman, and you brought yeah. his fucking team in. What's yeah. the word for um, if there's like uh, someone's family members, like the CEO of a company? Nepotism. Nepotism. It, like you want to, that's all the, that's all this is. It's nepotism and gaslighting. It's sickening. It, it, it really is. And like if, if Hal made his statements, right? Let's just, again, let's try and back up and be nuanced and assume the Yankees were successful up into this year where Cashman has done this on his own, maybe after 2016. They win a World Series. You know, they go to Game 7 in 2017. 2018, he brings in Boone. They win a World Series. And then it's been, like, you know, hit or miss. And then Hal decides to give him another contract. And it's like, okay, man, the guy just won a World Series. He hired his own manager. We got Judge back. We got Rodon, all this stuff. Let's give him a, let's give him a chance. And then he says this stuff. It's not that egregious. It's like, yeah, that's what you hired him for, man. I agree. Right? Yeah, but you can't hire this guy. You can't openly admit that you're the reason Judge is back, and then sit here and tell me you guys are taking things seriously, but you have no idea what's going on anymore. I mean, isn't Yamamoto going to get posted soon? Like, what are you? What are you going to have conversations about? Days. Yeah, in weeks. And he and he this, flew to Japan with him, didn't he? Yeah. He was there, and um, what'd you go for the fucking popcorn? He also mentioned quite a bit how him and Judge are constantly talking about what the team needs. Why do you have a general manager? My well, that's I, I'm sorry, wild. I love Judge, but he's a fucking player. And again, I don't mean that doesn't mean he doesn't have to have input. He should. I get it, but to be sitting there and being like, "Well, me and Judge," it's it's almost like the fans are gonna like this. They'll say it. Say judge a lot. The fans are going to like it. They're going to enjoy that. They're going to enjoy hearing that. Yep. It's just, it's odd. It, it comes across as a little weird. That's one of the things that the media has picked up on. I saw a lot of those articles today about how judge and judge and Cashman are on the same level now. And I'm like, ah, come on now. I don't know about that. But the craziest thing 
that Steinbrenner said is when they asked him about Brian Cashman's bad moves over the last couple of years. And this guy goes, well, you guys talk about the bad moves, the gallows, the grays, the Montas, but then you forget about the, the other moves that were made that were good. You forget about Clay Holmes and uh, uh, um, Trevino. And I'm sitting there screaming, but they got fucking worse. They got worse. You, you and, can't be this fucking and, stupid. And These Pete, guys cost $50 million. And Pete, more importantly, they didn't win a fucking goddamn thing. They didn't they even get worse. a they, they didn't, didn't even get playoffs. a they didn't even get a participation medal this year. Donaldson cost $50 million. What did Trevino and Holmes cost? Dick. And that's your response? Have, did we throw Corey Kluber in there? He did throw a no-hitter. So did Domingo Herman. Okay. okay, another another he great also, move to keep. He also threw something around. Him. Wild. Uh, the thing would uh, the whole thing with him bringing up Aaron Judge is like with Chuck Wepner. He's like, yeah, but I knocked down Muhammad Ali. But you failed at everything else in your fucking life. Like, are you going to continue to hold on to the fact that you knocked down the world champion? Like, are we supposed to continue to fucking throw roses at your feet for that? Like, that's what Hal's like. Like, yeah, but I re-signed Darren Judge. What the fuck else are you going to do? Bro, I have a, I have such a good analogy, I think, right now. Maybe maybe not. Maybe it's the uh, Chianti. It's like, you know how Brock Purdy went, like, 10 straight regular season yeah, games? Trigger Pete right now. Yeah. I love Brock Purdy. I love him. Okay. But it's like, you know how they've just been kind of on a downward spiral the last mm. few weeks? It's like... Three years from now, Brock Purdy having a losing record, then missing out on the playoffs, and and the 49ers uh, front office going, oh, you know, he, he won his first 10 regular season games. He went 10-0. and 0. It's not a fluke. Yep. It's like, how Same long shit. how long is that going to be the what you give us? I don't he's want never that had anymore. To, here, here's the thing, though. He never had to work in his life, and then he worked, and he accomplished something, so he wants to brag about it. Oh, well, why don't... <laughs> no, Chris and God, I just, you just, it just triggered me on that when he said that, because if you guys listen to his, his press conference, he made it a valid point that Brian Cashman's been working in Tampa for two weeks. Like, it was some, my God, holy oh, shit, wow. he's been working hard there for two weeks. And I'm like, I said, did I fucking hear this right? Like, he literally made it like, this guy's busting his ass, guys. He's been in Tampa for two damn weeks. I wish I was in Tampa for two weeks. And then it was like, at the end of it, when he had that whole little spiel about how it's unacceptable and it's a disappointment, we didn't win. It was like somebody prepared that for him. Like, make sure you say this because this is what the fans want to hear. Right. Hear, yep. And I, yeah, that's exactly what we want to hear. We don't want to hear like, Oh well, we still finished it by five hundred. We had all these injuries. No, we want it. We do want to hear that. We want to hear somebody fucking admit that what happened last year is unacceptable. But now tell me how you're going to fix it. And I still have not heard that from anybody. What are you going to do? I keep hearing all these, these, these reports. The Yankees will not get outspent on Yamamoto. Okay. Well, until it fucking happens, I'm going to have a, right. a seed of doubt in my mind because we've seen it happen before. Okay. Yeah. Is this a Garrett Cole situation? Is Yamamoto Garrett Cole? No. Can somebody answer that fucking question for me? That when you would have done anything to get Garrett Cole on this team when he was a free agent, is the same situation with Yamamoto, or is this like, eh, no, they you know can what? Miss. This is this is this, this is something that 
uh, we can draw a line in the sand on. Yeah. Because Brian Cashman was not drawing a line in the sand on on Garrett Cole. They couldn't. And they, right. they what, what, what are they? They they blew away the second highest offer by like $40 million or something crazy. Yeah. One of these dumbass dipshit. Who was Who did I text you guys? Was it Bob Clappish? Or what are these fucking morons? You wonder why I have such a problem with these idiot fucking reporters. Is that one of them, it might have been Clappish, I don't remember now, was like, Garrett Cole should start regretting signing with the Yankees. What are you I fucking, saw that, yeah. You, I talked you, about that. You. Because the other option was Anaheim. Is it, are we... <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing. I'm happy that Nate brought that up. That's the other thing he specifically mentioned, that the meetings were also eight hours a day for three days. Like, that's not the typical work day for most most everybody. Mm. Oh, great. You like, were, that 24, was something very you were important. 24 hours last week. Oh, God, let's throw a fucking party here. <laughs> right. Yeah. What'd you make, Holy a billion shit. dollars? Well, you got people barely <laughs> making 40K a year working 50 hours to come support your fucking team, but you want to throw a fucking party that you work three to eight hour days in a week. God, you know, and not, not the to... funniest, the funniest Sorry, thing about that. No, you're good. The, the funniest things about the Yankees, though, is that I say this all the time. I go, just let them talk. And all they'll do is contradict themselves all the time. He sat there and made it a valid point that anal- he gets mad because analytics does not control his manager. It is not analytics. It's all Aaron Boone. He's yeah, making we're, the decision. We're that dumb. Then he says right after that, we're going to bunt more this year. Aaron yeah, Boone right. made it a point that he wants them to bunt more this year. So I'm sitting there going, why the fuck didn't he? He's not controlled <laughs> by nothing. Why didn't he bunt more? Right. Problem with that with that statement right there. Not that he said it because I agree with it. The Yankees need to do something different, different. to try to manufacture fucking run. Give me a different the philosophy. Is, the worst fucking season that you've had in a decade. Nobody wants to fucking hear about you telling the fans we're gonna bunt more next year. That's not gonna I, fucking appease anybody. I mean, what, what, if we bunt it, do we get the ninety-two wins? Right. Do we get to 93 right. or 94? I mean, there's trust me, during game season lives, as many times, and everybody in the chat will know that I said it. I go, bunt. You got to figure out a way to score. This team can't hit. Bunt. And they don't do it. But look, so I'm, I don't want to hear the shit that, oh, Boone thinks now. No, no, no. What the fuck? Is he brand new to baseball? I'm just going to make a quick point. I don't want it to be political. <laughs> but uh, is. there's a lot of people, regardless of what side of the aisle you sit on, that have woken up to the bullshit that the media feeds us, right? And the more people wake they up, live? okay, the, okay, the more that people wake up, the more right, that right, the right. bullshit doesn't work. And I just feel like that, and you feel this culturally that there's been a shift of more people waking up. I feel like there's also been that same shift within the Yankee universe where this where the Yankees are going to have to learn that this doesn't work anymore. That Cashman comes out, Hal comes out and says this bullshit, and too many people are awake now for it to work anymore. That's just how I feel. I just feel like a couple years ago, we would have been sitting here saying like, yeah, you know, he said this, and like, yeah, you know, maybe they're going to change. And it's like, no, we're fucking over this, man. When you got people have, have woken up now. And that's a good point, too, because you got a lot of people even on Twitter that, you know, you always see and you go, I mean, the Yankees can't do no wrong. And even some of them are sitting there going, yep. you know what? It's about actions. I don't want to hear it. I, I just want to see the action as Big Sexy Yankee with the Super Chat says, so Cashman thought he was tough dropping F-bombs. Yeah, but, you know, th- that is true. You got a lot of these. You got a lot of people out there going, just 
Forget the conversation. Forget even talking about it. Just, yeah. just make the moves. Like, if you're going to blow everybody away for Yamamoto, here's the thing about posting. Once he's posted, yes, he's going to do the meetings and all that and probably go meet a bunch of different teams. But he he doesn't have to. There is no such thing. Some people go, oh, well, it's 45 days. Then he decides. No, 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 no. He could decide the week he meets the Yankees that yeah. I want to be here, and they'll announce it. He is a New York Yankee. Breaking news, Yamamoto signs with the Yankees. He does not have to wait. He could be blown away so friggin' quick. And I'll tell you what, I'll go even further on this one. If they don't land Yamamoto, it's absolutely a disgrace. It's egregious. It's an absolute disgrace. And I'll tell you why. Swimmy uh, Manami, who is a new uh, a minority owner of the Yankees. He's he's the guy that came in. Uh, Patrick Bet David also. He's a minority or he's a minority owner? He's a minority owner, but he's okay, both. Okay, you said that. You, it, like, <laughs> it like conflated. No, minority owner. Okay. And, I love PBD, by the way. And uh, yeah, so he's another one also. And he's a huge Japanese businessman. And he literally said when he when 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 they talked about in the paper that more and more Japanese players are going to come into this market over the next couple of years for the Yankees. He is a very, very well-known businessman. If they miss out on him with, with, the, with the legacy they have of their players. It is a disgrace. And on top of that, seeing this guy live throw a no-hitter, mm. how do you miss out on this guy? It is impossible. To the fact there was an article written about him today, and they said he is going to be Tanaka when Tanaka first got here. Before the injuries for years to come, and then he's so good that he as he gets it. older, he'll be Hiroki Kuroda. Right. You don't fucking miss. You can't miss. And And what about the money he's going to make you? Right. And here's the thing. When you have reports like that, if you sign this guy and he ends up being a bust, because he could, right? Scouting, we know very well that just as as much as the reports that the guy's not going to amount to nothing and then he becomes a superstar, it's just as likely that people say they're going to be a superstar and they amount to nothing. We at least don't blame you for signing the guy to a huge deal and then he becomes a bust because you should, right? But my point for bringing this up and bringing up the whole like people are waking up is not to is not to say what I said. It's that when you really dig deep, it just shows you either two, one of two things. One, how far off the, the how far their finger is off the pump. go pee on pump. my wall again. Okay, go pee on the wall. <laughs> how far their finger is off the pulse of the fan base, right? That's only two things can be true for them to say what they said. Their finger is nowhere near the pulse of the fan base. Not that's at all. one. That's either that's one or the other one is that they just don't care, right? That they just are going to say it because they can and they don't care what you truly feel. They're just going to say the stupid shit because they're just going to keep thinking you're dumb. Right, it's yeah. either one of two things, and and both of those things are terrible. Christian, what I said was what they were saying was either either they don't have their finger anywhere near the pulse of the fan base, or they just don't care. And I don't know which yeah. one it is, but both are terrible. The difference between Yamamoto and Soto, Yamasoto, okay, we Yamasoto, okay. Uh-huh. okay, 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 is that you're not in control. Uh, you you can be in control of the Soto situation to a point. 
but you don't control whether or not a guy, somebody wants to trade you a player or not, right? So Correct. we could get all hyped up on Soto, and it doesn't matter. You could go Dominguez, Volpe, XXXX, and San Diego could still say no, right? Yep. Nothing you can do about that. All this guy does is cost money. Put the yep. fucking check in front of him. Can't let's miss. not let, let's not let's not conflate the issue here. It's like you said. Think about all the the extra income you had by the marketing opportunities when Hideki Matsui was here. Oh, right. fucking you! They make that money back quicker than you can and, imagine. And Masahiro Tanaka was here. Think about how we treat sports stars in this country. They're <clears throat> fucking times God. It by ten. Hideki Matsui wasn't Godzilla because he was some killer on the fucking baseball field he was godzilla because he was larger than life he was like a fucking fire breathing dragon to the, to the japanese public he, he was, was like, like he was like hogan in the 80s there was cartoons uh comics <laughs> every single thing about him i it, it's 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 so worth the risk right now and again let's say he comes here and he sucks only an asshole is gonna go well, they should have never done that. Exactly, exactly you what can't I just say said. It. That's it's exactly a, I mean, what I just said. I mean, if you look at this too, I I got it pulling up right now. I mean, they say the NPB right is basically AAA, maybe slightly better than AAA. The last three years, a one thirty nine ERA, one sixty eight ERA, one twenty one ERA. I mean, you can't sit there and if this guy came here had a four six ERA, nobody could sit here and go. But come on, they, you know they shouldn't have got him. How? Yeah. So it's one of the smartest signings you could possibly make. Team needs to be improved. Starting pitching. Do it. Do it. Christian. And then go go out there and sign Cody Bellinger. And I want to make this point about Cody ah. Bellinger. What? Who said I that? struggle with that one. I struggle with that one with Bellinger. I like the Bellinger thing. I like him. I don't dislike him. I dislike him at the money they're talking. That's what I don't care about. about but him. here's the thing. I don't, I don't care, care about, about money. money. I don't care about I, I it don't. either. To be I, honest that's with not you. an excuse but with, anymore. But with, but with this team, it is because yeah, we've but, seen it. But that's my problem, dude. Then, then my problem isn't the player; it's the fucking front office again. Bellinger makes so much more sense to me as a short-term solution until Dominguez gets back because he can play first base. And guess what? You don't have after this season a fucking first, base. first baseman. Correct. And you probably don't even have a fucking first baseman in August to be yeah. to be honest with each other. He's and he's a Gold Glove first baseman too. People people do forget about that. That both positions he's way above average. But Christian. I, what, and guess My what only is? concern with him is if it gets into the eight to ten year range. I get it. I do. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't care. I feel like you. I feel like honestly, you could spend that money on other players and Who? make it up a lot. Who? I like Condelario. I think would be very good in the infield switch hitter. I think Yankee Stadium. I think that would be nice. Where's he playing, uh, bro? Third base. Third base. He could play first. He could play third. There's a lot of different options. I don't know. There. You, you sure your GM's not going to find uh, find reasons to to? I mean, don't just, we have Peraza? Just don't, Are let, we it not be, just don't Peraza? let it be Chapman. Oh, they fucking can't stand Peraza. They can't Listen, stomach Peraza. Can I just He's not playing? Can nowhere. I just make I'll one point? And, and Christian and I have been saying this in SGR for years now. You want to keep bringing back your GM, right? I hate it. But the only thing that you can do with with bringing him back that makes me okay with it is 
putting all restraints on money away. Put it, put it away. If you want to bring a guy back who clearly cannot do the job in Brian Cashman, who cannot do the job with the guidelines that you give him as far as spending money, then the guidelines have to go bye-bye. I don't care about money anymore. That's not going to be a good enough reason. I don't care if fucking Bellinger wants 10 years. It's very dumb. But is it going to get me better? And get put little, me, Maybe get a little dumb, though. But, but that's my thing, bro. I don't care about 10 years. I care about Your the next window. three. Somebody's I care about three. Ask somebody, ask the Yankees this to a man. What's your fucking window with Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge still in their prime? Three to four years to win a World Series. Three tops, probably, really. Three tops. So if I have to spend stupid money, I don't care after three years. Let me spend it now, and I'll worry about the the next seven after. I I have a friend who's a Rams fan, and they fucking sold their souls to win that fucking Super Bowl. And now they're the dregs of the league. You think he gives a flying fuck Wait, right which now? which one? The Kurt Warner one? No, the recent. They, they oh, just recent. won two or That three. was one of the worst Super Bowls ever, wasn't it? Okay, it's like my cousin who's an Eagles fan. So the Giants are the, were the worst Super Bowl winning team ever. Who the fuck cares? They won. What does it matter? You win. That's all that matters. No, what was the, the Super Bowl the I'm thinking of against the P? Well, maybe it it's wasn't they, the Super Bowl. Maybe no, it was it's the when championship. They, they got back. Remember, they got there with Jared Goff, and they lost to the Patriots. It was a dreadful game, and then they traded for Matt Stafford, and they were right. back like in two years. And wasn't won. there like no touchdowns or something? It was like ten nothing. My whole point is, who th- he doesn't care. This team is in salary cap hell. They have Agreed. no talent, but they won. They they sold out to win. Sell out to win. Here, if you sell out to win. This season, and we win in 2024, I don't think I'll be doing this in 10 years because my heart won't be able to fucking take it. <laughs> but if I'm sitting here at a, in 10 years still doing this podcast and the Yankees are a 63-win team because they sold out to win in 2024, I, get, I swear in my daughter's life I will not fucking take them. I will not take them to task for it. All right, let me ask you a quick question. When did A-Rod sign... Uh, when did they trade for A-Rod? 2004, right? 04, yeah. And then when did he sign the big extension? 13. Or was it? No, it was. No. 13. No, yes, it was. No. No, no I keep getting it confused. I keep getting it confused. He had one. The Red be- Sox, quiet. I keep getting it. <laughs> the Red Sox were in the World Series both years. It was 07. That's why I get them confused. Okay, so 07, right? Hank. And- Hank did it. Hank and- and up to, that, up to that point, he had been a bust, and they were, and everyone was like, "Why are we giving him so much money?" A bust in terms of what he won two fucking MVP no, no, awards. No, 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 no. In the in when it mattered in the postseason, right? Everyone said that that was the that was the fucking script, right? That was that was what was out on him. That was the judges a bust too because he won an MVP award and didn't do shit in the postseason last year. Well, that could eventually be what people say. Who knows, right? I mean, but at my, some point though, you have to get credit for winning an MVP. Award. Hold on, my point is, if he doesn't win in '09, we're all sitting here talking about how A Rod was the biggest bust in Yankee history. No, he's up there, yeah. Hey, but would you still have made the deal? Well, that's not my point though. My point is that that World Series erases all doubt. It makes everything go away. Of course. It, of makes course. It, it makes it all pretty again. That's all we need. 
we don't need to worry about 10 years down the road. If you don't do something to make things pretty right now, we're going to be talking about this for a long, long time. And you don't want that. Whether Cashman's here or not, if you're Hal Steinbrenner, you don't want that. When Cashman dies, he's still going to be able to run the team from his cash. He'll be sleeping in a fucking sleeping bag. Probably. Anyway, I want to make one more point about Hal Steinbrenner, and then we can uh, wrap up the show here. Okay. <clears throat> Things up money, right? And he says that teams don't need $300 million payrolls to win world championships. Clearly. Right? Okay. And immediately Yankee Twitter means that he's, he's cutting payroll, which is not the case. No, not the, at all. It's actually not dissing the, Cashman. But here's my problem, right? It's okay to say, but we need to be smarter about how we spend the money that we do spend. Because right. $280 million should not net me 82 fucking wins. Hold on, Christian. He's actually, if you're smart enough to, to dissect what he's saying without even saying that, what he's essentially saying is my GM sucks. You don't, you're right. You don't need 300, let's, 300 let's million to us, win. Let's bring it back full circle. Why do you keep hiring? Him? Exactly. Well, that's, that's the point that Chris was saying before that. Big Sexy exactly Yankee said it, uh, with a super chat, you guys happy with Yama, Yama Soto, Yama Soto and wow. Kiermaier if you get that. If, I, if, I'd be okay with that. I think that would probably be something else, but if you could oh, add Soto and Kiermaier. If you I'm give okay me Yamasoto, which is Christian trademark pending. SGR trademark pending. Oh, had really? That was, that was... SGR had SGR. it first. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. He's not here, though, so you can claim it. If that happens, I got to be honest with you, and I'm very critical of the Yankees. I don't need a lot of other significant moves. Like, if you get me Yamasoto... And fine, you want to throw in a Kiermaier? Fine. But, like, that third is more expendable to me than those two guys. Kiermaier is okay as a short-term stopgap until Dominguez Correct. gets back as long as you have made a significant move to Correct. improve the offense. Of course. I he, couldn't he, agree it more. Can't, it can't be just Kiermaier and they go, all right, ready to win. No, no, no. It can't be that. And the other thing is, too, do you got to remember – uh, as we are only two likes away from 100, hit the likes, folks. The other thing you got to remember is the Yankees aren't playing all these fucking guys coming up. At some point, you got to start saying, what's the core? Who are we trading? That simple. I mean, Peraza, you heard, uh, is there a lane for Peraza? All right, so what are you doing with Glaber? You know, is he a third baseman? Does he have the production to play third base? What are the type of moves you're making? Fact of the matter is it comes down to creativity. Like Christian said, there's no guarantee that even if they trade Soda, they go, look, we'll trade him, but you got to give us Dominguez and Volpe. That's it. Unless we'll hold him for half the year and go from there. But if you want him now, you got to get, and, and then, you know, you, you back out of that so you don't have him. But they got to become creative. They got to be smart. And again, I go back to, I don't know if Brian Cash was the guy. I don't even know if GMs like this guy. Yeah. I don't even me, know if other GMs are like, you know what? We're willing to work with you. I'll, I don't me, know if they want to. Let, let me, me pose it. Go, go ahead. I just want to say real quick, just to answer your question. And again, you never know how true this shit is, but it is my, it is a family member of mine who's been in MLB for a long time. And he's the guy who told me about, you know, the scouting department at the Yankees really having a, you know, hating on Cashman lately for going all analytics. He did tell me in the same breath, 
GMs do respect Cashman. They really do. Like they, he said he's very well respected throughout the league somehow. So well then make take that for what it is. I don't know. Be creative. It's not that hard. I think he's respected because of the time he's put in. I think you have to respect the guy that's had to had a job for thirty years. So right. Um, my question to you is this, right? If so, I've I've been steadfast in saying this. I, it's not a hundred percent certainty that I think Soto will be traded, uh, but if he is traded, he has to get traded to the Yankees. The Yankees can't let somebody else come in there and get no him. No way in hell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's say he gets traded to the Cubs. We're all furious, right? Fucking pissed. How did this happen again? Blah blah blah. A hundred percent verified, confirmed. They were San Diego was not moving off of Dominguez and Volpe. Does it change your opinion of the situation? Yes. If that was the if oh that, no, fuck you Cashman. Would, you would still move. You would still do the. You would still do the deal if that was the case. If if, if, the Yankees, if you have a confirmation that he will sign long term, you got to be hard pressed not to make that move. You okay. know why? I go back to what both of you guys already said and agreed to. There's a window. Mm. And Volpe, there's a window. He doesn't fit in it. There's just there's a window. You have to win with Judge and Cole. You got a better chance of would you, with, winning Judge Cole and Soto than you do with Dominguez. And, and we and, said this and, for and years. Volpe. And we I said love this for years. Guys. And I love Volpe. We love Volpe, right? No, no one disrespect hates. to them. I love Volpe. Can we all agree, real quick? He can absolutely be a superstar. Yeah. If he if if somebody smacks him on the head and goes get rid of that fucking. But the guy you could have gotten, the guy you could have gotten without even giving up Volpe, just won World Series MVP. Was that a smart move? I don't know. I really don't. Take it. Let's take it a step further, okay? You said with the extension, and that makes it more palatable to trade Dominguez and Volpe with the extension, right? Boris says. No, under no circumstances are we negotiating until November. No, then you can't do it because then you're you got to be. That's a fucking idiot move. That that's just being played. No, can't because, do it. Yeah, then. because he's going to be a free agent, and then if my window is three years, then I can wait a year and then literally just rain money on him. Yeah, it, it's it's it would be a it would be more of a of a Padres getting the sweetheart part of the deal and having a having the leverage of getting him for an extra year before waiting for him to be a free agent, giving up some prospects that I'm probably not even going to call up for another five years. Yep. And then seeing what we can do here and build around this. Yep. And Big Sexy Yankee says here in Tatis Jr. would be included in a Soto trade. I haven't seen that anywhere, but that's look, a lot. I take either one of them. Here's what I'm thinking. What's that? What was that calculator that you used to get in, in like fucking middle school, high school that could do everything? What was oh, it the called? Texas instrument. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Don't you respect the hell out of that? Right? You still respect it. It's been around for years. But then you go on ChatGPT now, and I fucking turned it into a tutor, a math tutor for my fucking daughter. Right? Yep. You, I can respect Cashman and what he's done and been around for so long. That doesn't mean he's still wor- he's still the best option right now with what he's doing. I can't have this shit anymore. Here's the, here's the end of the story for me. Three to four years is the window. We'll, we'll say three years. Any moves made, if it makes them more of a contender in three years, 
I don't care what the risk is beyond that, whether that be the players we're giving up or the money we're spending past those three years. And the Yankees are not on that, that playing field. They're just not. And, and I thought maybe they could be, but everything they've said in the last week proves that they're just still on that same fucking old line of thinking. And I just, it broke my heart. It really did. They'll end up with Kiermaier and Chapman and call it a freaking off season. I can't, they can't sign that Chapman. They can't. I pray to God they don't, man. But he just, he just reminds me of a younger Josh Donaldson. They're like, there you go. They love it. They'll fucking. That's the guy we want. Such a fall off though, bro. He couldn't hit. Like from May on, he couldn't hit. I got I got to give Christian a little uh a little credit here with this tweet. It was one of my favorite tweets ever in Yankee uh in the Okay, Yankee he tweeted it. All right. Okay, he pinned it. Okay. Damn, he even pinned it. Okay. He pinned it. Okay. okay it says Brian Cashman said he preferred to acquire two left-handed outfielders. <laughs> to Yankees fans that means Juan Soto and Cody Bellinger. <laughs> to him that means oh, yeah. Alex Verdugo and Kevin Kiermeyer. And if you want to follow him, it's at Christian underscore M-O-I-S-T. One of my favorite tweets. And it's 1,000% true. Whether that ends up being true or not, in the context of it, it's 1,000% true. And that is our biggest problem in a nutshell. There's just so many layers to the Juan Soto thing, though, dude. It's just what... Fact of the matter is, if he's available, they got to get him. Absolutely. That's if he's it. available, they have to get him. But what if San Diego's like, well, we're going to see what we do this year, and we'll re- we're going to start the season with him, and then if we're out of it, we'll trade him. Then they're fucking dumbasses because so now it, you just shot yourself in the foot. I don't buy that shit. I don't buy it. But if you're and in the Yankees, that, how who is, who is Boris telling people, oh, well, uh, they said he's going to be in the plans. No, they're going to come out and go, no, he's not in our plans. Go tell the media. I mean, it's the dumbest thing in the world to believe any of this. I, I just, I, I don't. You're the, I, if you're the Yankees, though, like, how, this is my problem here, is that, yes, we're all in agreement. If he's available, you have to get him. But if San Diego's playing games, how do you build your team waiting for somebody else to decide to do something? Cody Bellinger's not going to be on the fucking market forever. Like, what if the Yankees are like, we're, we're going to make a decision between Bellinger and Soto. If Soto's available, then we go trade for him. If Bellinger, if he's not, then we're going to go sign Cody Bellinger. Right, mm, so that's that, tough, that, man. You know that's that's my whole thing, and that's why. That's, you better know, though. You better know that Soto's not available. That, and you better also know that you wouldn't sign him next year, the following season. And if you can get both, you better both fucking get guys. both. Yeah, and if you're gonna get both, you get both. But they know they're not gonna probably sign both of those exactly. guys. Soto's gonna cost a lot of money, so you got to sit there, be very, very confident, and go, "Hey, look." If we yep. get Bellinger, we're sticking with this guy. This is the guy we're going with. Yep. If we don't, and Soto, we try to trade for him later, or guaranteed we blow this and, guy's socks off and we sign him. And Pete, to your and point. you got to be guaranteed To on your it. point real quick, because I feel like we kind of brushed it off. I'm not sitting here saying Bellinger's the answer. I actually am skeptical about Bellinger. I don't think he's 100% certainty. but No, uh, no. But, again, we talk about these moves like... We talk about Garrett Cole, right? They had to do it. Even if Cole didn't pan out, you had to sign him. I think it's worth the risk to right. sign Cody Bell. Carlos Rodon, so far, obviously, hasn't been working out. But we can't go back in time and say that he wasn't a good move to make. 
I'll go back to the person I hate the most, Aaron Hicks. And I have issues with how they handled Hicks after he proved he was a piece of shit. Yeah. But at the time, it was a very team-friendly deal for the guy we thought we were getting, right? I'm not going to sit here and blame the Yankees for those deals. Same thing goes with Bellinger, man. If he's on the table after the year he had with the, with the holes you need to fill, that's a guy you need to give me on this roster. So let's say San Diego, I know we're belaboring the point, but I just want fans to understand that. Like, there's layers to this thing. Even if the Yankees are run competently, there's still layers to all of this that we have to understand that this is the way the business of baseball works. Okay, San Diego says we're not trading him. We'll reassess at the deadline, right? And San Diego's in first place at the deadline. Juan Soto never gets traded, right? Do the Yankee, are the Yankees supposed to sit there and say, well, we'll wait till next year. We won't give Cody Bellinger $200 million because we're going to go make a huge run at uh, Juan Soto. And then the Yankees are... Ha- put Why stop- can't you do both? But, but I don't think... I mean, I, you can do both. But how realistic is that from the Yankees? Exactly. No, 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 because- no, no, no. I'm done with from the Yankees. Though. No, I agree. I agree. If it's us and we're looking at it, of course you could do both. A lot of people said that they could do both now. And, what if but, they sign Bellinger but, and trade for Soto? But my point is, I'll stop being a fan at this point. If I'm going to root for this team and be a fool, for to root for a team who continues to hire Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone, then I'm done with from the Yankees. If I don't that think is, it's realistic. If that is how I end my sentences, then I, I'll just root for another team who does it better, more efficiently. Well, let me, more economically. Real, well, let's ahead. say this. Let's say this too, right? Because now we're... We're just talking about money here. What if the Yankees are sitting there and going, you know what? We're giving this dude $28 million. We like Bellinger. We think he's good. But we've all admitted there's there's could be problems there, right? We know yeah, there's a, a risk. There could be risk there. But the other way we see this is we know Dominguez will be back this year. We know with that money that we're not going to give Bellinger potentially, we could sign a Condelario. We could sign a Kiermaier, both of those guys together. We can still add two or three pieces based on what he's gonna what he's gonna cost at shorter term value, still knowing we can get soda when we want him, because that's the big move we want to make. The problem is would the Yankees settle for Kiermeyer alone and go, we're gonna wait for Soto? Because if they add these other guys, who gives a shit about Bellinger? I think all of this is a moot point if the Yankees came out and said, look, here's our plans. Here's, here's the intricacies of the offseason. There's a lot of uncertainties. We know the holes we want to fill. But given the unknowing of the uh, availability of certain players, here's what we want to do. Here's what, what, here's what might, might not work out. But I think we can all agree that when Dominguez is healthy, he is a legitimate major league player. Hell there's yeah. Some, right? Some- because... Because There's some my, other outlets that don't think he'll ever play center field again. Okay, well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. My biggest fear with Dominguez, not I don't want to go down this path. I just want to say it as I make my point. I'm actually scared when he comes back, they're going to sit him in the minor leagues for a while. They probably, we probably won't see. I, I wouldn't be exactly. shocked if we don't see him until August. Exactly. Wouldn't shock me. Right. This is a guy who in such a short amount of time proved he deserves to be here and the Yankees need him. I can actually say, and it's probably at a disparity, is that the Yankees need him. And, 100%. And if he's part of the plans, which 
I will agree. If the Yankees came out and explicitly said he's part of the plans, I'd agree with them. And then if you want to talk to me about guys are maybe available for trade, we don't know. We're not getting a definitive answer. So now we're going to go this way. That's one thing, but I just don't trust the Yankees anymore. And that's the problem, man. The problem is I don't know if they're not getting Cody Bellinger because of these plans, or I don't know if they're not going after Soto because of these long-term plans or short-term plans. My problem is I see a list of guys who I want on the Yankees, who I feel like the Yankees can acquire. And if they don't get them at this point because of the lack of explanation, it's like, then fuck you. And that's my problem. And And it makes me feel like an irrational fan. And I hate that. Well, I think there's something that we can all agree on uh, pretty easily, right? Is the Yankees haven't missed the playoffs and only won 82 games in a long time. The way they bounce back and what they do this offseason is going to tell you a shit ton the about this organization The bounce back is normally overall. fuck you, we're the Yankees. And I don't and that's think we're going to get that. And that's the problem. If that's what we get, then we're, we're just fucked for a long time. It's that simple. But if they come out there, I mean, would you guys really be shocked? Would you sit here and go, I can't believe they did all that? If they trade for Soto, they get Yamamoto, they get, you know, a, a trade of Brendan Donovan. You know, they trade Clark Smith for Brendan Donovan, and they got a b- bunch of different lefties in the lineup now. Switch hitter and Dominguez coming back. Now you could sit here and go, whoa, they, they added to the rotation. They added to the lineup. Would you sit there and go, I can't believe they did it. I'm shocked. Or would you go, they made the right fucking moves for once. I can't believe it. Or would you be I, like, I'm, sh- I'm shocked they did this. Or, yeah, that's what they were supposed to do. I would say I'm shocked at this I point. I would be shocked that they made two major moves in, in this offseason. I can Back see in one. The day, I'd say, that's yeah. How that's how down we are in New York. And that's how down we are yeah, on them. Because right. they, just, they just won 82 fucking games. Everybody's like comparing this to 09 when they went out there and they, they dropped half a, a quarter of a billion dollars on players. That was 09. I can see them absolutely making one major splash this offseason just to say, look what we did. But two. Well, they did it last year. Well, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Rotom was a splash. Okay. And And he was a pretty shocking splash to a lot of us, you know. Right. But what I'm saying is, Christian, you're right. They do these things to like make us to like tickle our fucking taints a little. And then they just think we're going to forget. I think it was asking a lot for the gang. Be, Be real here for a second. You can say, oh, but. The Yankees are the Yankees. There's got to be a limit to how many $100 million contracts you're going to hand out, though. Right? Hold on. Exactly. Hold on. There has uh, to be I agree. at some point. I agree. There is. Of course there Hold is. Hold on. I agree. When you hire the right people, and if and if that right person is getting the right people and it's just not working out, right? So for me, I'm allowed to be irrational now as a fan. I don't have to do the, there's a limit on this. No, the limit is, how much money you award your GM to spend, and then he fails. Keep bringing him back. Not just fails miserably. I, I mean, not just fails a little bit. He fails miserably. Yeah. And then you keep bringing him back. I'm not going to – I don't have wrong. to sit here and be like, oh, there's only so many th- – normally, Christian, yes. If we're talking 09 and they spend all that money and then they don't win the World Series – I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, well, they should have done this. They better go do this. I'm going to be like, these players need to perform, which is also true, which no one talks about because it's overshadowed by all this. Like, the players still need to perform, but I don't have to sit here and say that as a fan anymore. Like, fuck you. You want to keep bringing back this guy who keeps making the wrong moves? 
then fuck you, dude. You better spend whatever it takes to make this an obnoxious team to give me a World Series because I want to spend my money back in the seats and then I want to go sit with a million people in New York City in the middle of pandemic number two during a fucking World Series parade. That's what I want to do. If you look at the team last year, if you take Cole and Judge off of it, give me one player that you who's happy you were happy with their performance last year. Glaber in, Torres, that's in it. the context or that's pretty, just in general? That's pretty much it is Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres. Detail, Michael King does a couple of guys. Hold on. Glaber Torres. Nobody. Glaber Torres in the context of how bad the offense was. If you look at Glaber Torres' numbers just by itself, they're good. They're, they're definitely, I, I thought he had a great season. Yeah, in the context of other American League second basemen, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's but, in the con. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. From somebody that's not a big fan of Glaber Torres. And I'm no, 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 no. Here's my thing, though. Uh, compared to other second basemen, fine. But show me those other... Okay, Semyon, right? Can someone pull up Semyon's numbers real quick? I got it. Semyon's numbers? What do you call him? Simeon? I call him Simeon. Okay. Okay. And just... He... A 7.4 war. What was Glaber's? Unbelievable. Glaber Torres had to be in the fours. I'll tell you right now. Glaber Torres was, oh, even worse, 2.9. 25 homers for Glaber, 29 for Simeon, 276 average, 100 ribbies, 14 stolen bags, 122 runs scored, 348 on base percentage. It's not close when you're when you're talking okay. about comparing now, these two. Now, here's a perfect example. I've been I've been defending Glaber for the last few weeks because I don't want to trade him anymore because he was one of our healthy guys. He was one of our guys who produced, right? But was Simeon not on the fucking, was Simeon not available to us? He was. Okay. And it's like, it's like, okay, we're all praising fucking Glaber Torres. But a guy, who was, a, a guy who was available, we didn't even have to not bring Volpe up. A guy who was available on a, on a World Series team, because that's the metric, right? That's the metric Brian Cashman wants to use is who gets to go to playoff teams and World Series teams, right? A guy who was on a World Series team blew him out of the water in all of this, and we're sitting here saying he was our best player, Glaber Torres. Well, I'll, I, even, I'll even shout out what Mario says about Glaber, and he's right. Glaber Torres' numbers and the way he played is a 6-7 hitter. Where do we have him batting? Behind, what, four, third? And that's not a diss on Glaber. It's Glaber, not. It's where he should be. I'm respecting Glaber for what he did. I thought he was great. For what this team needed, he was great. But again, you're, you're one foul. Christian, how many times did we say it's fine to bring CeCe back as long as you don't expect him to be a top-of-the-rotation guy? How many guys went down or how many guys didn't perform in CeCe? And every time every CeCe had year, to sit there and be the, uh, still be the ace of the staff. One th it's, it happens with the Yankees over and over and over, and it doesn't get to justify... That's why I don't get the argument of fans are like, we can't trade Glaber. He's their second best player. Well, he's not some fucking insane, supposed man. to be. That's insane. Yeah, but, yeah, but here's, here's the problem. That's supposed to be. Here's the problem for me. If you have a, a, a list of guys you're going, to, you're going to war with and three of them have fucking broken arms and two of them are healthy, you're not going to trade. A, you're not going to replace one of the guys who's healthy at that point. So for me, it's like the Yankees have so many holes to fill. I don't want to give up one of the guys who at least proved 
that he can be a serviceable, good player. If we if he had two or three years left on his contract, we have it's a different story. The problem oh. with Glaber Torres is that the Yankees don't know what to fucking do with him. But my problem with Gla- with the Glaber move is I feel like they'll get rid of him and not do much else. If you're getting rid of rid of Glaber for some big pieces coming in, like maybe bullpen good bullpen arms, fine. But you better not think by any means that that is close to where you you end it. Alex can, Verdugo, I add, okay. can I add one more no, thing? No, see, that's, with, see, for me, Alex Verdugo for for Glaber Torres when Cody Bellinger is available for money is not even close to being okay for me. I think with Glaber Torres, right, the Mariners and the Marlins make a lot of sense because they got, they got pitching that you control for a while, and you look at it that way. But the only way you're trading Glaber Torres is if you're getting a Soto or somebody else and you're making up for that production. But here's what I want to bring up. Like, Chris, uh, Chris, you were talking about how on the Yankees, he was the most valuable player, right? One of the yes. best guys on the team. Offensively, when it came for to sure. That. Here's a guy the Yankees are already talking about. I just mentioned him, Brendan Donovan, right? He came to New York. He smacked the ball over like crazy. Here's the difference. Brendan Donovan had 300 less at-bats, right? He had a 1.9 war. Glaber Torres had a 2.9. He had a 1.9 war and half the at-bats. A 365 on base percentage. So there are better options. People panic and they go, oh my God, please don't get rid of him because we got nobody else. That's the job of a GM is to move. Because who, who is going to sit here and go, I'm going to give Glaber Torres $165 million? No fucking way. Brendan Donovan's going to call. It's a trade. Apparently, they're very open to dealing the guy. Even but- if he's not the guy. There's players out there that will make up but for here's, it. It's not as good as people think. But here's my problem. My problem is we're looking at a team who, again, he's one of the solid guys. We're not even talking yet about the guys we need to get rid of who have been a burden. Right. Now we're talking about a guy who has actually boosted this team last year. I'm not disagreeing with trading him. I'm not disagreeing. I, I made the point myself how Simeon was better than him. My point is we're focused on a guy who actually produced opposed to the guys who haven't been. And it's like, okay, well, you said the job of a GM. The job of a GM is to sell him when you have the most you can get back for him. And that's not, in my opinion, right now you can't sell it as much as you could have at the trade deadline. You could have done it more at the deadline, but if obviously, obviously now where they are, now is the time to trade them. Right, his age. But, but my point is you have to bring me back more than what you're Correct. just going to get for Glaber. Correct. I agree. At I agree. Glaber, it's got to be something good. At Glaber's age, eight for 200 is not out of the question. An eight-year no, con- That's what I'm saying. I, you're 100% correct. Glaber's going to Yan- get paid. Are the Yankees giving Glaber Torres How 200? fucking no. Then he Hell has to. No. Then you have to trade him. It's as simple then, as that. That's what One, I. It's not a hard conversation here. It doesn't agreed. mean you dislike the guy. It doesn't mean you don't think he's a decent player. You're not giving Glaber that type agreed. of money. No then you way. Know what? Then you know what? Let's get it done so that we can focus on the players we do need to shed. It's all right? about let's get it done, man. That's it. Because we're because now we're focused on a guy who actually produced, and then even when you trade for him. Because I'm sorry, you're not getting back like guys who really move the needle that much. Where you're not trading Glaber and getting guys back where you're going, 
oh, now we're a World Series team, right? Yeah, no, definitely not. Okay, so if that's the case, then if I'm going to trade a guy who is actually productive, makes me feel like a selling team, in a sense, just saying, right? If you're going to talk about when, when it was a trade deadline, everyone was like, oh, are the Yankees buyers or sellers? Well, if they wanted to feel like one or the other, one of the ways would have been to trade Glaber Torres at the time because you would have been like, oh, okay, we're sellers a little bit, or no, we're buyers a little bit because we're going to sell them high. Now I feel like a seller because it's like everyone was so shitty. I'm getting rid of the one guy who was good. I would, I'm, oh, I'm more than okay and agree with the fact that Glaber needs to be traded, especially because I don't agree with signing him. But you better be going out there and getting me Yamamoto. And you better be getting me Juan Soto. Yeah, you have to. Or one or the other. You have and to. Bellinger. You, you can't just trade Glaber Torres and go goodbye. That, that's it. We just wanted to trade him and get rid of him now because we're not going to sign him. You, bet, you better add up that other production. Exactly. No question. You can't, just, you can't get Kiermaier and, and Candelario and go, yep. okay, we're trading Glaber. No. That's all I ask for. Uh, you got you to get something, something decent of value before you even do that. I think that the Yankees absolutely need to bring some star power onto this team this year, both in in the offense and in this rotation. But they also need to make smart, prudent baseball trades with this team. Hundred percent creativity. Nobody looked. Nobody looked at Scott Brocious and said, "Wow, this guy's going to be a linchpin of three fucking World Series teams." But guess what, Christian? You need. That's why it's not always the sexy move. You need to explain it more. Like, what's a What's a prudent move for you? Are you talking money-wise or are you talking a guy who you might not look at on paper and say, oh, he's sexy, but he's going to make a big move? Exactly. He, I said this a couple weeks ago now. I don't need superstars everywhere. The team, needs reliability. A, the team needs a superstar to go with Aaron Judge. They need a left-handed bopper to, get to, to pair with Aaron Judge in this lineup. But I need guys that are just smart reliable, professional baseball players. They don't hit 40 home runs. They hit 20 and hit 280. That's why I've been sold. Get on base at a 340. I have been sold on Condelario, and I could tell you why. He's a switch hitter, plus very good defender at third base, first base, second base. All those are pluses. You put him somewhere. He's been a doubles machine, and he's consistent. The Yankees need consistency. And guess what? He might cost you three years, $36 million, $12 right. million a season. That's Fair. what the predictions are right now. That's a smart move to make because Fair. it makes you better. And then, guess what? Creativity happens, right? And you go, all right, we did that. Volpe's at second base, uh, or short. Who's the second baseman? Whether it's going to be uh, Glaber, maybe Donovan, somebody like that, whatever you do there. Who's your first baseman? Rizzo's probably not going nowhere. I think if you could trade him, I think you do. But I don't think he's going anywhere. But you look at that now and you go, I look at that team and I go, you know what? I think they're a better team. I think they're much more consistent. That's fair. And here's my last point before I have to go piss on the wall. Not my last point, but my last question I'd say Uh pose to you guys. Uh We're talking about bring in guys who might not be sexy names, but make a big impact. Then would you risk keeping Glaber to the trade deadline? See what he can do. You could. Because 
let's just all agree we can trade Glaber. Anyone we get back isn't moving the needle enough to make us a championship caliber team. We have to do that separately from any deal we make with Glaber, correct? Yeah. So why not we why not make those moves? Keep Glaber for now. And then we can agree that when we get to the trade deadline, the second baseman at that point, because we have so many infielders, isn't going to be the impact player. Let's see what we need at that time. Hope that Glaber can be the guy that he was last year at the minimum and see what we get from at the trade deadline. I'm just not looking to trade a starting player off this team midseason. Hold on. We talk about rentals all the time, right? How many teams keep these rentals around until the trade deadline? I'm Why? telling you from the Yankee, from a, from my well, hold perspective. Hold on, who, but who are you filling second base with then? Is Condelario a, a second baseman? Yeah, he could play second. He can play second. Second, so third, then, first, and then. But but from what we said before, Donovan could play second base. If you're looking and, to trade him in the deadline, why don't you just fucking move him now? What's the point of holding on? Because to him? my point is, there's other moves that need to be made. No, I think Chris, I think I know what you mean. It's basically if you missed out on the bigger player and you get the smaller, not sexier names, you just hold on to them. Right. My point and see is what like you are. You're talking the Yankees about completely whiff on every major player. They still need to fucking trade this guy in the right. offseason. That's fine. Okay, but hold on a second. You're talking about building a team of Scott Brocious's, right? Other than one more star. My point is that Glaber can kind of be that guy. And if anything, you trade him at the deadline then. He's not like a significant move. I would so, say things would have to go pretty bad in the offseason to hold on to Glaber. Well, in they, my opinion. They, well, then they very well could. If, could you don't, exactly. if you don't make any if you don't, bad. if you don't make any upgrades to this offense in the in the offseason and then Glaber Torres is still here and you're in a playoff race, you're not trade then you're not trading Glaber Torres. Well, fine, dude. The we can only think three years ahead. If you're in a playoff race and Glaber's contributing, then that's okay. I don't care about next year. I don't care about tomorrow. I care about right now. The Yankees can get stuff for him that helps them win this year and benefit them next year. They can get that without getting rid of him. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I'm not disagreeing with you. All I'm saying is, we're having a conversation about a guy who wouldn't be my top priority right now. It's not a top priority, but he is. He, he's not the top priority, but he is a priority this offseason. Deal. In my, in my opinion. Fair. Well, this is this is how I'll close out the show here. The Yankees, at the very least, have identified what the problems are. Again, congratulations, guys. You set an incredibly low bar for all of us here. That we are happy that you know what the problems are. You need two left-handed hitting outfielders, and you need starting pitching. This is words that come out of the GM and the owner's mouth. They know what the issues are. We heard now, that before. Now fix them. Now fix what, them. Hold on. Just refresh my my memory, I'm being serious. I'm not being like an asshole. When's the last time he talked about um, having to upgrade somewhere and then we never did? Was it, oh, it was left field, right? Like yep. a couple of years ago? Oh, he also mentioned that they didn't have a left fielder. Most of the year. He, he said that. Okay, the guy who so, puts him there. He said that again, just now. Just I'm, I wasn't being conference. an asshole. I was being genuine. But again, we've heard it. We've heard it a million times. So let's see. Exactly. So you, you've identified what the problem is now. Now fix it. This is your last opportunity with a lot of fans, including me. 
I'm giving you this offseason. You cratered I'm, out. I'm you, benchmarking you, this. You've cratered out this year. It's not going to be like – if. You you think that I'm gonna I have no, to no, stop no. being a fan, be a fan next, no, next year? Still be a fan. But I'm going to I'm done holding out hope that they're going to do the right thing if this if this is a failure of an offseason. A little piece of your heart will die, is what you're saying. It's the fucking problems now. You know what? You know the guys that are available to make this happen. If San Diego doesn't want to trade Juan Soto, that's fine. But you make it hard for them to say no to any trade proposal. Agreed. I'll give you X and Y. No, Agreed. I'll give you X, Y, and Z. No, okay, I'll give you A, B, C, D, and D. No, keep fucking going until they blo- have to block your number. They want the D. If it takes it's, the D. And the D. That's, that's it. You know what the issues are. We know what the issues are. We can't do anything about it. You can. Now fucking fix it. Fix it. I'm going to skip the bathroom. I'm going right to the wall. Right. Okay. So if you're still in the chat, we want to thank you, man. The show ran almost two hours, but I think it was an excellent show. It was a great show. show. Yeah. Uh, thank you. We want to thank Pete for sitting in here. Oh, hi, Pete. Okay, right. Pete. Thank you. Okay. 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 I don't know. Okay. I, Pete's third or fourth time this week screaming about Brian Cashman and uh, I know and, Pete, uh, dude. Hal Steinbrenner, but that's why he's the Don. Okay. El the Don, Boss. All right, all right. El Jefe. You know that's okay. Right. Okay. 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 You're making me out for Christ's sake. What's that supposed to mean, huh? What the fuck's that supposed to mean? For cross psych, great movie. If you haven't seen sixty one, folks, go watch it's it. All so right, good. go go watch. Take a little nappy and okay. watch that movie. Okay? Take a little nap. So we want to thank everybody that's been in the chat. If you have not hit the like button yet, do so please and subscribe to NYYU. And uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please leave us a five star rating and review. We want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYYU and NYYST. We want to thank everybody for listening and watching episode 357 Pete. Adios. Say goodbye. Peace. Can't make a promise, but I do my best. 25 sitting on 25 racks. Just got started, no, we ain't done yet. But a new crib, that's a goddamn flex. Goddamn flex. Sign that check. Told him last year that I've been up next. Can't take calls, but I send that text.